Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mysterious Pals. My name is Chris, and with me today... What you got? On our main event, <laughs> you pay for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Because <laughs> the heavyweight champion of the world, oh, Joey Joe Jonna... Look at that. Joey Joe Jonna. ...is here. His dad calls him the little slobber knocker, <laughs> but you call him Jordan. Slobber knocker. Thank you for being here, Jordan. Thanks, man. Good to be here. You ready for another mystery? Let's do it. I'm ready, too. What have you been doing this week? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a mystery, man. No, uh, what have I been doing? A lot of uh, nothing. Well. Normal human stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I I tell you. Oh, you know, know, I watched... uh, what was it called? The Fall of the House of Usher. I have no idea what that is. Do you ever watch the haunting, the haunting of Hill House? Yes, it was. It, it, the, it was rough. As in the Haunting of Hill House, the one on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was rough. What, what, what do you mean? Because it was the death of a daughter, oh, and like course. there's yeah, a family yeah, like yeah. that. That's just. I mean, yeah. that whole thing was rough. I mean, it was yeah. amazingly made, good story. Yes, I never watched The Bly Manor. Okay, that one was fine. They did another one. Um, Midnight Mass, I think. I, that cool. was awesome. That was really cool. Yeah. I didn't like how they showed the thing, the monster. Yeah, yeah, I hate yeah. when they do that stuff. But this one's really good. I put it up there with the, with the first one, Haunting Hill House. Okay. So, so that's it's actually one of those. Yeah. It's made by the same people. They use a lot okay. of the same actors and actresses. Uh, it's about a family, a brother and sister who, who own the, like this um, drug corporation and how they're trying to keep it afloat. Not keep it afloat, but like. Oh, it's real hard to do, a drug corporation. <laughs> keep it going. Um, but there's a lot of like supernatural stuff that go on, just like in all these other shows. It's I finished that, watched that, and finished that like pretty quickly. It's really, really good. Okay, Fall of House of Usher. Fall of House of, of Usher. Yeah. So use a lot of same cast. There's some new people in, like Mark Hamill's in it. Um, it's good, man. It's a little spooky. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know. Like you know, because the first one like deals with uh, ghosts. Yeah, yeah, and like the the house yeah. and everything again. Yeah. Bly Manor did the ghost thing too. I really yeah, can't remember. I didn't watch Bly Manor. Um, I know there's kids in it. Yeah, the third one uh, did the vampire. It did. Wasn't it a vampire? Oh yeah, the, yeah. The Midnight Mass one. Yeah, it was like a yes, yes. Um, was that called Midnight Mass? It was. Okay. Yeah, on the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that this was a good one, one. Yeah, this one deals with a with a demon or death itself. Okay. And about this family falling from past mistakes. A deal they made. It's really good. Okay, that's good. Check it, it seems out. Like, uh, seems like seems like like I said, blind uh, not blind man. The Hill House was mm-hmm. good. This this one's rough too. There's there's a lot of yeah. similar things like that, but great. It's good. You know these days, getting older. Yeah, but now these days you gotta you know you gotta go big. Set, go set, big. Set, set yourself apart. I just started watching Dark again, which is uh, one of my favorite shows ever. You need to finish the second season of that. I also need to watch the the one that takes place on the on the ship in the sea. Eighteen eight ninety nine, which they canceled. Eighteen ninety nine. Gigantic cliffhanger at the end. Of course. And you're just like, that's awesome. Did they end Dark appropriately? Um, the third season of Dark. Right. There's only they only did two, right? Three. Are they three? Yeah, the third season. Yeah, they. They kind of mash everything up together. The third season is a little confusing and not the greatest. I think it's one of the lower, but the way they end it is good. The way they wrap it all together, you're like, oh my God, that's perfect. Okay. 
All they right. wrap it all together good because it's you know if we those haven't watched it dark it's on Netflix cyclical. it's a uh, time traveling thing done really well yeah yeah I mean it's really good um, one of my favorite shows I watch it like once a year it's just a great show it's in German I know some so someone did you watch it with the subtitles on or did you watch it with the dub dub because I'm I'm not I could I'm too lazy I don't yeah I mean but like the dubbing just took me out of it yeah I'm, I'm just fine with it. So I think I think the thing is, yeah, I think uh, someone actually was was texting me about it once, and this person was like, "Hey, this this show's amazing. You know, I'm so glad you told me to talk about it." She's like, "I just get so annoyed when I have to read everything." I'm like, "You know, it's dubbed." She's like, "What?" I'm like, "She's like, what's that mean?" I'm like, "They put English voices in it." She had no clue, <laughs> so she went back and I was like, "Click on the little gear thing at the bottom," and she's like, "Oh my god!" She watched like half the series with with it. Oh, so dumb. Yeah, I'm like, "Hey, man." It's tough out there. Yeah, yeah. Tough. Netflix is tough. <laughs> Struggle is yeah, real. Yeah. There's also a show on Netflix called OA, which I've been thinking a lot recently, which OA, I watched OA, a while. OA. Like I, I remember, it's it's OA stands for the original Angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've never seen that. It's two seasons. It's kind of corny, especially the ending. But like, for some reason, I've been thinking about it because the way they put it all together is really strange. Okay. I don't know. Again, watch Dark. Everybody who's listening yeah, yeah. to this, anyone who's listening to this. And watch 1899 and be so angry that they canceled it. it was, they canceled because it, it cost too much money. It was too expensive. But, all right. I mean, it was. Don't they have like billions of dollars? Netflix? Netflix, yeah. Well, I don't know. They also don't really share. A lot they got to make this terrible movie with Will Smith that's stupid as hell. They're going to make another dumbass movie about something <laughs> dumb, too. They just throw money at people and they're like, oh, the good stuff we got to take off. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's business. Yeah. But again, I'm hoping someone picks, uh, they do something with 1899. Those people, I haven't really checked in with those people what they were doing because I was waiting so long for 1899 to come along. Right, right, right. Because it was a couple years um, with the pandemic and everything. Yeah. But uh, oh, also with the fall of House of Usher, there's a lot of Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe references, to like a lot of his old, like. With the, with the Raven guy? Yep. That's all I really know about him. Yep. They, they what do you do? They do a whole thing with the, with the Raven on that, too. It's all like macabre, like. Do you know, like I'll tell you, and stuff like that. Well, I know in the last episode we talked about literary stuff that I have no idea what the hell's going on. <laughs> I can tell you how an engine works. I can tell yeah, you how yeah, you yeah, know yeah. build a house, whatever. I can tell you how to do plumbing. What I can do all that stuff. Right. We talk talking about the academic bullcrap. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And you're a teacher. But, <laughs> <laughs> I am a doctor. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but also those who are watching. This is a uh, shout out. If you've watched or listened to before, there's a, there's a song intro. Yes. Forgot this, to mention this is the, the band. I forgot to mention it in the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Shout out to Death the Camera's Lamb. not there, remember? Right. Um, I'm wearing a shirt, a Death Lamb shirt. Yeah, for those who are listening at home. <laughs> Sorry. Death Lamb shirt. Um, what were they saying? 1899 budget. I don't know. I wish I had money to give them to give just throw this and be like yeah, make yeah, in well, a show because it's so I, good. It yeah. takes place on a ship in Victorian times and a ship mm-hmm. eighteen end of the eighteen hundreds, and it it does the what's, dark what, stuff. What's the premise? It's these guys on the ship going from England to America. Okay, and it's like kind of like you find out stories about they're like some are running from something they did, mm-hmm. and, and like and then. Which we which it, is the it's case. more than what it is. A lot of times, it's a it goes like layers deep, which is what's awesome. Okay, really smartly written does in the, the way that it, does this involve time travel, like Dark did. 
I don't the yes and no. Like it's because it's it's more than just dark time. It's not okay. just that again. But dark is is amazing. I, it's one of my favorite shows. I think it's really awesome. All right, you should finish dark. Is really yeah. What yeah I, need, I need to. I'm gonna need to start it over. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. I just did that. You know, someone had mentioned to me before, like you guys should just talk about shows you watch and not talk about all this history bullcrap. <laughs> At least we could pronounce. Like, the thanks, names mom. <laughs> pronounce the names of these. No, we can't. Well, there's some of the shows. Yes. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Already, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I was on the watch like I, I was on to go to a different country and we are so far off topic. I was on a different country mm-hmm. and like watch TV in that country. I mean, you've done this. Yeah, it's wild, man. And like just see like what is popular in that country. Yeah. Like what do they watch? What is like the you know, what is the friends of yeah, India yeah, yeah. Yeah. or China or like, you know, obviously in different parts of the world there's yeah. different different thoughts on I did see in a lot of places like the shows stuff. that like were made in the US. They're famous in the U.S., but they just do subtitles. Yeah, for, I've started with that yeah. too. Like, like one of the most, you know, biggest shows at one point in time in, I guess China or something. I want. I, I could be totally wrong. Was like Big Bang Theory it was super popular. Okay, there. yeah. I did see a lot of Friends when I was over there. Yeah, yeah. Like Friends apparently was insanely yeah. popular. Yep. So we're gonna talk about a folk legend, and some people may know what this is especially if they saw the shrek movie this i think the fourth shrek movie shrek ever after i want to say his name of him. all right um and if they saw that that they probably don't some kids don't know what this folk hero the the enemy of that show came from or that movie oh he, wait, he was in the, the enemy in one of these shrek movies the fourth one maybe yes. i didn't see all of them. he was one of the uh antagonists all right yeah. hmm. it has to do with time travel he's the one that's doing time travel I think it's time travel. It again, yeah. I believe it's like different alternate history. I, it's Shrek. I don't. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. Donkey, whatever. It's it's all <laughs> it's, it's a all donkey, good. There's an ogre. Yeah. Fairy tale stuff. It originated. It's a folk. We probably heard the folk here. You probably heard of this. Um, it originated in the town of Hamlin, which is in Germany, uh, Lower Saxon, Saxony, Germany. Okay. This is where this area is. This town, and it's been it's, retold it's like and told for centuries. Germany. Okay. Again, taking place and traced back. And now it's gotten bigger. And I don't, I know I'm keep on stalling on what this is actually going to be. <laughs> the build up. It's all about the build up. The build up. Yes. That's what they call it. 1284, their play, the, the town of Hamlin was plagued by a terrible in, infestation of rats. These rats were causing widespread destruction, devouring food supplies, uh, and spreading disease, as you can remember. Yeah. The Black Plague sure, was. Yeah. Which black death, bubonic plague. Bubonic plague was it the black death? Yeah. It's yeah, either yeah. black death or bubonic plague. And that was caused by a lot of people say rats. Rats, but yep. it was the fleas feeding off or fleas riding the rats over to that. And there's an ep- there's a thing on Disney Plus, a little short. Um, is it like one of those Pixar shorts? About yeah. the Black Death. It's a it's the rats from Ratatouille talking about the Black Death. Actually, <laughs> really? and they say that actually it wasn't our fault. Yeah, they're like it wasn't our fault, really? dog. It was these fleas. Yeah. Wow. And it's like, it's like a two minute short. Okay. And they're like, swear, it wasn't us. The thing about this, okay, the thing that makes me so angry about the stupid shorts is they're like three minutes long. Yeah. But the credits are like eight minutes long. Oh, so with all the Disney stuff. I mean, but like, was, but a short that's three minutes long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I mean, so it takes a lot of people. It's mostly the animators, right? It's, I think it's because in different languages. Uh, well, yeah, that there's that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it really wasn't. It was the fleet. Anyway, 
These rats were destroying the city. Townspeople were uh, tried various methods to rid themselves of the rats, including traps, poison, but nothing seemed to work. Apparently, they didn't have a baseball bat. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or like any, they, a they, sword. They, they didn't find the rat king. Or like they just can't go just start slicing stuff. Like what are they like? It was a rat. Like just start murdering. Like just everybody. Everybody was killing rats. I'd today. imagine people at that time were fine with murdering rats. Right. I mean, it's 1282, yeah. 84. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's like. If Grab a pitchfork. The, the Huns know, are the like hoe. one of the. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Okay. So they were desperate for a solution. So they agreed to hire a mysterious piper who kind of wandered into town. Some would say a Pied Piper. Hmm. Specifically, in this case, the Pied Piper of Hamlin. Okay. That's what the name of this is. But what we're going to be talking about is what happened to the children of Hamlin, Germany. Okay. We're going to be. Is a Pied Piper considered like historically an actual person that came to this town? I guess we're going to find out. All right, all right. Supposedly, the Pied Piper hmm. was he, a person. It yeah. was something. It was an incident in this type. It could have been a person. There's a lot of theories. I okay. think I have nine different theories. Again, because right. it's from 1284, so yeah. a lot of literary yeah, literary stuff has gone on about this junk. Anyway. This junk. <laughs> so the Piper was dressed in a colorful, colorful multicolored or pied Garb. How's that what pied means? I, guess what I never knew that. Pied. I just figured it was like he just had pie all over him. <laughs> it's weird. Eating- they said the pied pie was coming, so I threw pie all over me and it didn't work. I don't know. So. Oh, that's interesting. All yeah. Right. I guess pied multicolored clothing. Hmm. Okay. And claimed to have the ability to rid the town of the rat problem. So this guy comes in. Sounds a little fishy right there. Me, I'd be like. Oh, where'd this guy come from? First off, who's this weirdo? Why is he wearing Montez? Yeah, why is, why is he want our kids? <laughs> well, well, he doesn't want our kids yet. Yeah, yeah. He wants to kill the rats. He wants to get rid of the rats. But so I, everybody's like, I would imagine, like, if I, if I, if this guy's like, hey, I can get rid of these rats, he's the one who might have caused the rats to be there. Yeah, the like, place. where's like, that rat box of rats yeah, you have over the hill yeah, there? Yeah. I'm giving you, like, I gave you this problem, but I'm here to solve it. Right. So the right price. that's actually one of the things that comes okay. up about this. So the townspeople promised to pay him a handsome fee. Like they, they agreed on a price and he's like, okay, fine. Which again, red flag. We don't know this guy. Yeah. It's Germany, 1200s. I mean, if people are traveling, they're traveling by horse. They're yeah. not really traveling, just walking around. And especially in this part of Germany, it may have been, was it, what was going on in 1200s? Was it really even Germany at that point? Yes. Uh, yes. It was, uh, eh. and was it called Germany or was it called something else? Because it was it's the Holy the, Roman Empire yeah, at one was, point. Yeah, right. It, like parts of Germany, parts of modern day Germany were, were, were part of the Holy Roman Empire, but also might have been, depending on the time, not part of the Holy Roman Empire. What was the, what was the other thing the Visigoths made? What was that called? The, the Visigoths made? Yeah. Like, the, like a wall? No. When we, when we talked about in the King Alaric, King Alaric what was that kingdom they went off and made? Was that France? Of came France. France, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, they're Gothic, so yeah, part of that seeped into France, and part of that seeped into Germany. Okay. There's there's like a lineage that goes back to like the Goths and some of those other barbarian, was considered okay. barbarian tribes. Yeah. Okay, so this part of Germany, mm-hmm. which um, it seems to be Germany at this point, yeah. or Germany, a part of Germany. Not that not interrupt, but I'll, I'll, like it seems, although to be fair, like. It seems like these people had been doing what they could have done to get rid of these rats. So, like, maybe they were desperate to, like, trust this random character who just came along. Right. It seems, again, it seems like he may look 
if you're killing rats, you're also spreading disease probably yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. And especially if the water, like if the rats get in the raw water. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming a lot of these people are farmers. That's like their right. soul. Yeah. So this guy comes in, multicolored clothing or pied clothing. Mm. He accepted the offer and he accepted an offer to do to do this deed for the for the uh, for the town where he's going to get rid of the rats and he okay. plays a magical tune on his pipe which had the power to mesmerize and enchant both rats and humans alike this is the story this is not the historical part okay we're going to get to that as he played the rats followed him in procession they were entranced by the music with the rats gone it was time to pay the piper. <laughs> nice. For those at home. <laughs> finger guns. Call back to the finger guns. Yeah. However, the town only offered him a small sum compared to what they originally promised. So they promised him a lot. They gave him, they offered him a little after the deed was done because they're like, what are you going to do about it? Look yeah. at you. You're one guy. We're a whole town. What uh, was this? Again, I know we keep doing callbacks, but then we... Kind of the same thing happened with King Alaric. Like he was promised several times. So you're saying it's like a German thing? <laughs> no, not necessarily, but I'm saying there's a theme here. Like there's, wasn't he promised yes. money multiple times? That he wasn't, and they kept on using him. Yeah, but this yeah, time yeah. they only promised him once. And yeah, he was right, like, but still. he didn't stand for it. Right. They don't also don't ever say where he came from. But that goes which to is, the Which theories. is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he may, if this is real, maybe he said, oh, I'm from this town. What would have been the big cities? Do you have any idea geographically during that time? Was Berlin a thing? I don't think Berlin was a thing yet, no. Okay. But I know this is in kind of northern Germany. So, there, I mean, there would have been probably just a lot of small towns. Yeah. Because Alaric was in the nine, was in the 900s, 800s. 800s, yeah. So that would have been, I mean, the Roman Empire would have been still around generally, probably eastern. Eastern. Yeah, he's around, like, yeah, out in Constantinople. So, I mean, there still was... Germany, I, I, I'm not really sure. Yeah. And this might have been Visigoths. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean... Uh, descendants sure, yeah, of Visigoths. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's probably the case, yeah. Again, going back, it was time to pay the piper, but they, the townspeople refused to pay him what he, they originally offered him, and... They said some some of the people have said that he was being blamed for bringing the rats okay. and extorting the people. Yeah. The con by man. yeah, he was a con man. So it's, it's possible he could have just done this going from town to town doing Correct. the same thing. Yeah. What what the, what the kind of story is? So okay. kind of we're already starting to throw up red flags of like yeah allegory and stuff. So they're enra- he's enraged by his betrayal. Again, this is a guy with a flute or a pipe. What was he gonna do? Beat him with it. I mean, I, may, I don't know if he knew, knew any type of fighting. I don't know. <laughs> beat him with his pipe. Yeah, I'm going to beat the whole town with my pipe. So what he did, he vowed revenge. And a few days later, he returned to Hamlin. But this time, he played a different tune. Mm. The tune had the power to mem- mesmerize the town's children. He pl- As he played, the children followed him out of town and into a cave in the nearby Kopelberg Hill. And... Kopelberg Hill will come up again. Okay. The cave's entrance closed behind them, trapping the children inside. And then you're saying, like, why are the parents let this happen? Why don't they just say, right. stop? They're all at church. For some reason, they left their kids home. Hmm. Don't know why. 
Why'd they all go to church and leave the kids home? Yeah, yeah. Strange. Maybe to kill rats. <laughs> oh, maybe that was like, yeah, Sunday smashing rats. Okay. So there's some other, in other versions of like people are saying like there's other endings of this story. You know, obviously in other versions, he made them walk into the Wesser, which is a river. Yeah, yeah. So he he made, he they said that that's what he did with the rats. Okay. He made them walk into the river and die. Hmm. This is the same thing. They made them all walk into the river, which would make most sense. So he's pun- punishing the town people. Correct. Yeah. Some versions state the Piper t- returned the children after extorting payment or that the children were only returned after the villagers paid several times the original payment in gold. So basically a cautionary tale of extortion. Yeah. Obviously, everybody was de- the townspeople were devastated by the, the loss of their children, and they regretted cheating the Piper. There is a researcher by D.L. Uh, Ashleman called the Pied, uh, he, he did some research called the Pied Piper of Hamlin and related legends from other towns. So he kind of like went and looked at like other towns in Europe and kind of got the same, like their angle on a story like this. Okay. And he, he suggests that theories that there are three children left behind, which is strange. Huh. One was lame and could not follow quickly enough. Okay. Uh, again, quote lame. I didn't use those words. The second was he was deaf and therefore I couldn't hear the music. Ooh. The last was blind, therefore was unable to follow the group. Um, these three informed the villagers of what happened when they all came home from church. Okay. So that's how the story supposedly got out of what actually happened to the kids. Although I wouldn't, if you, you know, how are they communicating it? But anyway, so that's the basic folk story. Okay. Right? But there is some uh, historical basis and references to this story. I'm sorry, really quick. Um, when you said he, there's a gentleman who found out about these, like he would look back. Yeah, there's a lot of research on about this, but okay. this guy looked back through research um, and looked for, like through other, through, through how this story since his 1200s, yeah. the story kind of spread out and, okay. and took on its own forms throughout sure, yeah, yeah, history yeah. and through Europe. Um, okay, I was, was, was so going to ask if like, these other like, Common stories and other. That's countries. what he was doing. Okay, there's right. a lot of them actually. Okay. He has a website about it, and I'll share it in the show notes. That you can like go, and he has like, here's all these different stories on where the country, parts of the country they came from, and other countries they came from, hmm. like the towns and how okay. they, what are the, and what he was looking. At, I think, from what I understand, was he was looking at the commonality between them to kind of get like a common story. Sure, like yeah. Maybe this is the true story okay. of where it came from. Narrowed but down. in any case, in in our history, literary history, or whatever, this story of Hamlin is the where it originated, originated. Okay. They, they, they traced it back as far as they could. So some historians believe the story of the Pied Piper may have basis in actual historical events. It is possible that there's actually an incident in Hamlin in which children disappeared or were all led away in one way or another. We're going to go over that. The problem with the story is that the details could have been exaggerated or mythologized over time. So we don't know over time what happened. Yeah. Like, Again, the story as with every story with in our history, yes. in human yeah. history, it yeah. changes. Keeps getting passed down. Right. Things start changing. Yes. So it seems to be the earliest mention of this story uh, was on a stained glass window placed in the Church of Hamlin in 1300s. Okay. That's the that's the the first recording of the his, the story, which the original story supposedly took place in 1284, 1300s. They, that's whenever they got this stained glass installed or whatever made okay. that's, that depicts the story. Okay. Now, back in this time, it wasn't until like the 1450s, the invention of the, the, invention of the printing press, yeah. Jungenberg, 
when they, I mean, obviously, uh, even going further back, yeah. you know, Chinese had printing presses, but there's a movable type printing press. Mm. Um, people really couldn't read. So, yeah, stained glasses were used as like depictions of what's, what's in the, in the yeah, Bible. And yeah, stuff. Yeah. So that's how they told stories. So right. that's that's why it's, it's important. Interesting that that's that's that would be in the, in the church and a church yeah. window. Yeah, the window is described in several accounts between 14th and 17th centuries, indicating that the windows were destroyed in the 1660s. However. So that there's records of it from the four, through the 14th to the 17th centuries okay. being destroyed in the 1660s. Okay. Because whatever happened to the church. Right. So, but it was on the church. Pretty good records that this was a story on a church in the in stained glass windows. Okay. Why would they, if it's not a story from the Bible. Right. Yeah. Which that's odd. Right. Yeah. Uh, also, the Hamlin Town records apparently start with this event. The records of this event is the first thing in the history, the town history. Hmm. So uh, the earliest written record is from the Town Chronicles and the entry from 1384. So 100 years after. Which states, it is 100 years since our children left. That's in, this, that's in the records Jeez. of this, the surviving records of this town. And you can still go there and see these records. There's a, there's a museum there for the children of Hamlin. Okay. I never thought this, the Pied Piper would actually have like. Historical I, basis. Yeah, I, it's, 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 I'm assuming it's just one of those like stories that, you know, Get told to children as a cautionary tale, like Ring the Ron Rosies. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, mm-hmm. But like having actual factual records. records of people saying like our children have disappeared. Wait, it gets better. With a stained glass window, like depicting the story in a church, which just seems really odd. Like I said, you paid for the whole seat during the use the edge. Here we go. <laughs> There's also an inscribed plaque on the stone facade of the so-called Pied Piper House, a private residence dating from 1602. Okay. Similar to the even earlier one etched on the building's window, which bears explicit witness to the mystery. The inscription reads, A.D. 1284, on the 26th of June, the day of St. John and St. Paul, 130 children born in Hamlin were led out of town by the piper wearing multicolored clothes. After passing the Calvary near the Copenberg, they disappeared forever. That was an inscription twice on the same building. Like it was originally yeah, yeah. on the window. Yeah. Like, yeah. When were they written? That, that those inscriptions written? When was it written? That one specifically was from uh, 1602. 1602. Okay. So yeah. again, 300 some years after. Jeez. In any case, the rats were added to the story in a version from 1559. It's a record of when they start talking about rats being involved uh, and an absent from earlier accounts. So the records of it, but again, the only records that we have are the window Okay. And the town records. Okay. And this inscriptions. Or maybe they just didn't have enough time to put the rat story in or carve <laughs> little rats in the window. I don't know. Um, 14th century uh, chorus book, uh, Declan Lude, uh, Deacon, sorry, Deacon Lude of Hamlin was reported in 1384 to have in his possession a chorus book containing a Latin verse giving an eyewitness account of the event. So it's 1384 it was a book, mm-hmm. chorus book. 15th century Lundberg manuscript, which is 1440 to 1450, was is whenever it was kind of made, gives an early a German account of the event. This manuscript is then reprinted in the Christmas edition of the Saturday Evening Post in 1955. So in the Post, this newspaper, on the back of the last tattered page of the dusty chronicle called The Golden Chain, written in Latin in 1370 by a monk named Heinrich of Herford, He's written uh, the following account. 
This is what it says in this account. Okay. And this was printed in a 1955 Christmas edition of the Saturday Evening Post. Here follows a marvelous wonder which transpired in the town of Hamlin in the Diocese of Minden in the year of our Lord, 1284, on the feast of St. John's and St. Paul, a certain young man, 30 years of age, handsome and well-dressed, so that all who saw him admired him because of his appearance, crossed the bridges and entered the town by the west gates. He then began to play all through the town a silver pipe of the most magnificent sort. All the children who heard this pipe and the number of 130 followed him to the east gate and out of town to the so-called execution place. There they proceeded to vanish so that no trace of them could be found. The mothers of the children ran from town to town, but they found nothing. It is written, a voice was heard from on high, and a mother was bewailing her son. And as one accounts, uh, the years according to the year of our Lord, or according to the first, second, or third year of the anniversary, so do the people in Hamlin reckon. The years after the departure of disappearance of their children, the report I found in an old book and the mother of Dean Johann von Ludi saw the children depart. So this is supposedly record of this person. Good. Record of keeping record from someone who had this had happened to. There's also something on the town gate. A uh, portion of the town gate was dated from 1556. It's currently exhibited in the Hamlin Museum. Um, and... The stone is the oldest surviving sculpture evidence for the legend. So this is something that survived. It bears the following inscription. In the year 1556, 272 years after the magicians stole 130 children from the city, this gate was founded. The three instances where it's mentioned that 130 kids disappeared. Yeah. On public records. In public records, on public records, or something that was supposed to survive time. Dedication years hundreds of years after the kids right. left right i could, i could see that being a thing now where like some you know a mayor in some cities like trying to improve the economy gets tourists coming up like this is the place where you know the kids disappear but like 130 kids disappear but like these are being, these records are showing that this was happened with a span of 100 years like the records are saying 100 years later that like, this is where kids disappear so like i feel like they're clearly not it's not like a bragging thing or like for tourism or like, Hey, come here. Yep. This, it, they're it, just like, there's just like, what's tourism mean thing? That's well, no, no. <laughs> like so clearly there's just like this, something like messed beach, up here happened. The beaches of Hamlin. <laughs> no children are, are ever here allowed here. So come on. Yeah, out. Yeah. If you hate children. Come yeah, on down. down here. Yeah. Cause what, what would be the point to say that if, if not just for saying something bad happened here or right. like, just like, this is like the site of something. Even keeping record of it a hundred right. years yeah, after, yeah, like a yeah. hundred years after no one's alive that remembered that. No. Especially this time yeah. in, in, in human history. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's the story and that's the historical basis. We have these, this folktale historical, it's tied to historical things mm-hmm. that are recorded. There's a lot of, there's a lot of theories, obviously, just like with our past episodes. Yeah. There's a lot of theories. And no one's really still really mentioning the rats at all. They're just saying a, a man no, came in and kids. Again, 1500s is when they the story of the rats popped in. Okay. But that's the first recorded. We don't know why the guy showed up. Now, there's there's a lot of interesting theories on why he was there, like mm-hmm. what he actually was. So most people here are, sitting, are, are probably thinking, most people, the, the few people that listen to this, uh, are probably thinking. The guy's a pedophile. <laughs> pedophile. <laughs> flags fly up. No, I think a lot of people are thinking. Oh, this is probably like a plague. 
you know, which is we're going to go into that. It's it's one of the a plague is one of the theories sure. of nine I have okay. that are common theories. Okay. So first is a theory one is the children's crusade. Mm. All right. And that was in the 13th century. The 12, 12. Okay. I want to say part of a wave of medieval crusades aims at winning back the Holy Land. Yeah. Do you have any idea what the whole children's crusade was? Because I have no clue. So this is after somewhere between the fourth and fifth crusades. Okay. First Crusade was the only successful one for uh, the Crusaders because they actually captured Jerusalem. Every one after that was a complete failure because they got taken back uh, by the Muslims. Every one since then was a failure. Uh, but I do know it, it's it's kind of debated if there actually was children who were involved with this, how it went about. But I do know for a fact that like the Pope. Someone would someone did go see the Pope about doing this crusade. Pope as Pope Innocent the uh, Third, I want to say, was like, no, you can't do this crusade. A crusade has to have the papal authority or the papal yes, blessing. Right. Pope, Pope Third, think, yep. The papal blessing, a blessing by the Pope saying you can do this crusade. Otherwise, it's not considered a crusade. In quotation marks. But I do know that these whoever did do this crusade, there's either one group or two different groups. The idea wasn't they weren't going to actually go and try and like f- physically fight people in, in, in Jerusalem. They they wanted to convert the Muslims. So it was it was people? Fr- it was a guy from France and a guy from Germany. But actually, okay, okay. yeah. So you're right. Uh, the one thing that that I'll add is it seems that the narrative about this, this is why they call it the Children's Crusade. Mm-hmm. And I forgot about this when we talked about it earlier. Was that it was visions by a French boy and a That's German boy okay. to intentionally or to as a, for an intention to peacefully convert the Muslims. Yeah. So it was like these guys had a vision. They went and told yeah. some people, and that's how it got started. You know, I think another thing I remember reading like it's either it's called a children's crusade. They might not have to be children. I mean, they're young. There's definitely young people, I, I would imagine, but like they were probably thinking fourteen, maybe. But like children just say because they didn't have weapons, maybe. Like it's like oh, it's not really like. You know, and it's because these these two kids came. Yeah, yeah, were, yeah. Right. And then or two, uh, another thing I saw was like a term was used in Latin, used to describe the crusade. Didn't actually mean children, but actually meant like a lower class or like poorer okay. people. Okay. So something that wasn't taken Makes seriously because they weren't using weapons. Uh, they were going to convert. Like a mission trip. Yeah, like a missionary kind of thing. But it ultimately, it, the whole thing failed. Okay. The one One of the kids, the boys was like, when we get to the Mediterranean Sea, it'll part for us. And that didn't happen. Like, there's supposed to be like a Red Sea parting, like okay. Moses did. And then a lot of them got, went back home or kidnapped and put into slavery. It's that's like, it's so that's so, the, the so basis sad. of theory is yeah. that some of the children, possibly from Hamlin, okay. went on this crusade. And, and you said one of the kids was from Germany, like the kid that, like, uh, uh they said Nicholas of Nicholas Cologne. Cologne. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then one was Stephen from France. Uh, Stephen of Cloys, yeah. yeah. So the bands of children uh, were mar- that were on this crusade just got like sold into slavery instead. Like I guess like they were just like, hey, there's kids walking around. Let's just take them and yeah. So, so that's one theory is that could have been part yeah. of this children's crusade. Sure. It could have been like a cautionary t- tale of like, yeah. don't let this, you know, fake prophet come yeah. in here. Or, or they actually did get out to some body of water and like died. Yeah, no one knows what happened yeah, after yeah. they left. Yeah. yeah. Um, theory two yeah. is a migration. So this is quote this BBC article comes up a lot, which I linked in the in the show notes. That there's a guy, uh, his name is Wibke, W I P K E, 
Reimer, uh, who's a project coordinator at the Hamlin Museum currently, yeah. and he's he's quoted directly in this BBC article. He says that this person says that one of the leading current theories suggests the town's youth were part of a migration of Germans to Eastern Europe fueled by economic depression. Okay. So that it actually wasn't being stolen as much as like these young, these kids who could have been not actually little kids or like older kids. They were migrating to like get fine work. Okay. And the scenario, the, the project winner says the Pied Piper played the role of the so-called locator or recruiter for work. And so this person comes in uh, responsible for organizing uh, migrations to the East and were said to have colorful garments and played an instrument to attract attention of possible settlers. Hmm. So he came in the town playing stuff like to get people's attention and then said, hey, we, you know, you should uh, look at my clothes. I'm, I'm rich. Yeah, yeah. And so once oh, you follow okay. me for the, cause we're going to get you work yeah. to be rich like me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was, I was poor. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some historians also believe that this immigration theory that they immigrated to Transylvania, this German linguist, Jürgen Udolf, uh theory is most accepted. He suggests the regions around Berlin as the most probable location and area that is now Eastern Germany. Uh, Reimer said that he backs up the theory by place name evidence. So in fact, Udolf, found the family names common in Hamlin at the time, uh, at this time, show up in surprising frequency in the areas of Eckermark and Prignitz near Berlin that he locates oh, okay. as the center of the migration. So he says like- the Family names is randomly just started popping up and- Right, after okay. this time. That were common back in Hamlin, okay. that region. Start, so that's like a migration theory. Okay. Hmm. Number three, theory three. But why the, would like why would they keep saying like it was a migration thing? Why would like the families not go with them? Why would yes. they just said saying that right, which is why yeah, which is what popped up to me like yeah. why wouldn't they just go with? Like them? you kind of see the children's crusade thing like one of the either the Nicholas or was Nicholas one from uh, yeah he's the one from Germany. I yes. could see him coming through and be like hey, I've these, had these visions. We're gonna go do great things and and you know in the Holy Land and Jerusalem we're gonna convert you know Muslims. I can see that kind of being the case. Like they took it. They took our kids from us. Right. And then and the migration theory doesn't hold, while it makes sense, why would they be complaining of people taking their children? Right, yeah. Unless yeah. unless it was the village elders that were like, our children, our future of our town has been taken away from us. Oh. Because of migration. Okay. Like these people all left all to right, find better okay. jobs oh, because of our depression. I didn't even think of that. Like that's what I would thought. Rich, okay. Originally it was like, Maybe these are the, when they say their children like the future of their town. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe there wasn't. This know, colorful okay. team right. came in. This colorful person came in and said, "Look at my riches. I have a beautiful flute, whatever, pied piper, you know, the piper thing." Number three, the rat catcher or plague allegory. So another theory suggests that the rat catcher who was hired to deal with the rat infestation in town that it evolved into this cautionary tale about the consequences of not honoring promises mm -hmm. or could be an allegory of the Black Death or other plagues that swept through Europe during the Middle Ages. So it could have been one of these plagues sweeping through is an allegory about that. Okay. I think the Black Death happened like 100 years after, after this. And, and there could have been other ones, you know. Yeah. Again, people are still learning about <clears throat> this whole thing about Medicine, yeah. you know, back then was <laughs> very foreign. Sure. This is kind of an allegory for like, like they say honoring promises 
or the Black Death or other plagues. So like, which is it came in, yeah. killed all of our kids. I do like the, the allegory idea though too, because it wasn't like a lot of oh man. It's like the the girl who cried or the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, what's the the, the people that like uh, that wrote like Hansel and Gretel? Those brothers. Oh yeah. They wrote like the Brothers Grimm. Yeah, they wrote a lot of really, really dark, messed up. I think Pied Piper is actually one of their like oh, a story they okay. told, but okay. like not like yeah, it's, it's just, one of their stories they okay. used, but they're but they still were, backing for yeah. it. Okay, because I mean, those are all like super dark. Yeah, but they're, the, the Brothers idea was, Grimm. Yeah, they're, the idea is they're supposed to be like these um, tales of cautionary tales. Keep kids online. Yeah, yeah. basically yeah. scare yeah. kids not to, to disobey. Yeah. So it goes on to theory four, which again is another uh, moral alleg- uh, allegory or religious allegory. Some interpretations of the story as a religious moral allegory with Piper representing a figure of divine justice or the test of a town's morality. So mm. it's kind of like the Pied Piper comes in, takes your kids if you're not moral. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So if you're not, again, another cautionary tale. It seems like a lot of allegories from this time. They theory didn't get, they didn't go to church enough, so the guy right. came and took their kids. Yes, you you go to church enough. Yeah. So that's why they put them. The Pied Piper is so Jesus put, yeah. coming in, just <laughs> swiping well, your kids. I mean, maybe you know that's why they put them on the on the or, stained glass window, which could all, exactly could be like, hey, you better come to church, or this guy's coming and take yeah, your yeah. kids. Yeah. But also, and you go back to the plague allegory. That could be like go to church, or you're going to get the plague. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's how we keep the plague yeah, away. Yeah, you don't pray yeah. enough. Right. Theory five is. Was also reported in BBC article I mentioned uh, the midsummer, midsummer uh, pagan celebrations. Mm-hmm. So it was reported in this BBC article that this date, specific to June twenty sixth, is the date of a pagan midsummer celebrations, often as the as a place of emphasis. The children led away to the hills of Copen. June 26th, isn't that like the summer uh, solstice? Solstice, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like kind of lines up not, with, and they're not far. Like this is northern Germany, so they're not they're far saying, from Copenhagen. Yeah. yeah. So the date of pagan midsummer celebrations, because it's in that area. Hmm. Tradition in some areas of Germany is celebrate midsummer by lighting bonfires in the hills. So that could have been they may have been led away by pagan shamans to participate in these celebrations against going against God, mm-hmm. going against the Christian religion. This led to them being massacred by Christians for believing in pagans. The pagan, like following uh, the pagan okay. religions, or so the pagans didn't kill them, but or this led them away. The the Pied Piper was these this fires that were burning that they the colorful okay, yep. thing that led them away from town and away from God. Okay, so that was like them turning to a pagan religion. Gotcha. Again, yeah. 130 kids, yeah. just tell your kid and he's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So another allegory for religion. Yeah. We're gonna start six here, but what are you thinking so far? I, I, bunch of hooey, bunch of bunch no, of hooey. No, no, not necessarily, man. I, I do think I, I think maybe this guy might be real, or a version like maybe not necessarily man, but it could have been a kid, or you know, a, a situation uh, that happened. Yeah, he might not even really even have had some kind of instrument, but like the the music they might be referring to is like the way he was able to speak and like the lure kids or like attract kids or like spit out like things that they want to hear that so i think that could be something because i've heard like he's like hip-hop like it comes in it's like, like a musical tone to him and like this alluring attitude yeah. say it's almost like listening to music like right like it's that, that thing yes. like that charisma they say that about you know music through growing up i mean for me growing up like 
in our generation, I think, well, I think every generation has that. Like yeah. comic books were like killing our kids, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, 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 right. Music, right. you know, in the back in the 90s, hip hop music with Dre and yeah. they, that was killing our kids. That was yeah, going to kill our kids. Little, like, explicit, like, uh, explicit layered yeah. thing on the yep. CDs. That was yep. a like Congress thing about that. But I'm saying like, you might have even played an instrument. You might have just been like that, that charismatic. That yep. Music. They called it like music. Like, yeah. yeah. So number six, symbolic interpretation. The rats in the story could symbolize various negative aspects of society, infecting society. And like the I, Piper's I, I, actions may represent a form of purification oh, or a geez. warning about the consequences of moral corruption. Hmm. So you come in, you're trusting this guy who may not be Christian or maybe Christian coming into clean up. He's going to promise moral cleansing, okay. but then kill you or <laughs> take you away. You know, like <laughs> what jumps to mind when I read this one is like uh, the problems that we have in society with um, cults through recent history and previous history about cults and everything. And so, we, so he's morally cleansing the kids. Like his, he comes in and says, in this case, it's interpretation of like, the rats are the negative aspect of the town society, of the society. Okay. And the piper comes in and says, I have a remedy to fix that for you by worshiping the pagan gods or worshiping, uh, okay, okay, you know, okay, like okay. different like, kind of taking them, Yeah. you know, Christian way is not the right way. This is the right way. Gotcha. You know, just another allegory for that. Theory seven is cultural adaptations, adaptations. The story has been adapted and retold in various cultures and languages each with their own unique twists, interpretations. In some versions, the Piper is portrayed as a hero, while other, he is a villain. It may have been that the story has been lost in that it could have been an allegory for various other things, mm -hmm. but we don't know because it's been retold and told and written down so many times that there it could have been the way that they word it in the historical basis. Who knows, actually. Could have been skewed. It, it could have been very skewed. Again, yeah. it could have been... So the, the theory is that it's just because it's been told so many times. Right. We actually have no idea, no way of knowing. Yeah, I'm sure each person telling it might be like telling It's been it written down way, a few times, but who knows. different ways. Even the, even the records they have are hundreds of years after it happened or a hundred years after it happened at the earliest. So even that story told, you know, your grandma tells you something, your mom tells you something, yeah. then you tell your kid something. It changes even then not in a negative way maybe right. or not in any way just because people forget crap. And also, they probably have an agenda. So this could have been, if it's on the church, that means the priest is, they're the ones talking about it. Yeah. So they're the ones retelling it and telling it every generation. Okay, yeah, yeah. So maybe it was some type of, as it changed, this priest said this and this priest said that, and they just yeah, kept yeah. on going. Because, I mean, that more stained more glass exaggerations was, done. Stained glass was on there for 300 years or so, they say. Hmm. Or not that, I mean, I could have been wrong. I have to go back and look at the math. but I think, yeah. Yeah, right, so yeah. it was destroyed in 1660. So, um, number eight is what you would think. Um, this is my last one, actually. This is the last theory that it's actually, and this was backed up by a, a doctor who did research about this, which I'll go over in a second. A number of theories suggest that children died of some natural causes, such as disease, starvation, and the Piper was some symbolic figure of death. So, this <laughs> is different from the disease one in that. They died. Maybe the, the town went through a bad couple of years okay. without harvest. All right. And the, they died. The 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 Pied Piper came in and took them because they it's parents death. couldn't provide. Right. Yeah. And this this idea oh, of a, All right. this idea was uh, of pathogen or some type of disease was backed up by research. And this, 
again, he, this is kind of both for the disease and this kind of this tale of a symbolic figure of death. Research by J.H. Dirks called the Pie Piper of Hamlin. He's a medical historical interpretation in the American Journal of Dermatopology. Dermatopology. I, yes. No clue what that is. Right. No clue. Derm, derma, I'm guessing dermatopology would be... Something with the skin, right? Not, not necessarily dermatologists, but derma. Right. Yeah. yeah. Derma. Again. It's a mystery. No one knows. There's no possible way for us to ever figure that nope. out. Yep. No, it suggests So his research suggests that the children actually died in an outbreak of disease and were buried in a common grave, which would relate back to them being pulled into the hill, and gave a, a common mm, grave at the site grave. of the legendary disappearance in the mountains. The association with the rats points to the rodent-borne infection in the pied molted coat of the piper seems to be the indicated disease causing conspicuous macular uh, macular lesions. So maybe they had colored lesions on their body. All the kids got this thing. Yeah. Maybe adults didn't get it. Kids got it by some rat born thing. Yeah. They buried them all in a common grave. Mass grave, yeah. And that's why they're up in the hill in Copenburg or whatever. That's all my theories. Hmm. What do you... What do you think is the most likely? And I, I could go first if you'd like. No, no, no. I oh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm like, okay. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna yield. Just you <laughs> shut <laughs> your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> um, I don't. I for some reason I really like the idea of an actual person coming into the town, and who just like that colorful and that like charismatic that lured these kids away for a reason I don't know. Like it could have been like a. Uh, Children's Crusade or... Some reason they came Some in. reason, yeah. This, this person came in to help, you know, like there was a one theory like, hey, come with me. There's a better... Better life. Better life this way. Yeah, the migration story. Yeah, or we're going yeah, to go to the, like the Holy Land and, you know, convert some uh, Muslims. I like the idea, like, I'm not saying like the idea, but something like this, it seems, it's. I find that, that idea fascinating. Someone came in that, that kind of like fear came in and was like, hey, come with me. Kind of led them all away. And it, yeah. it doesn't say how old the children were. Right. It seems to be the folklore, uh, obviously, is that they were young kids. We would think that. Yeah. But yeah, what, what's our idea of young, though, these days? Like, right. back then, like, when you're 14, 15, you're probably, like... Married, have 30 kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, because you die when you're 32. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, the lifespan was... Was low. Low, low. So... Yeah, very low, yeah. I think... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, Continue. no. Um, but... That last one you did, it's still kind of like an allegory kind of thing, which I like. It's, I don't know if I'm using that word right, but um, where the Pied Piper was this disease that the kids got from the lesions from the rat infestation. They would take into account the color. The color, and also take into account like, them saying that we lost 130 kids. And they all were taken to the same place. Right. Yeah, yeah, that part too, yes. Yeah, they were like, you know. It's like a nice way of saying these kids are all dead. Derp, dermatopology is a study of skin pathology and a subspecialty of derma, dermatology and pathology. Okay. So. I would be curious, though, if there's any other kind of record of something like that happening, happening with like that that kind of like colorful legions. Yeah, I think that's what he bases his research on. I didn't know okay. his research because okay. it was okay. behind a paywall and it was long. I hate that paywall. 
Yeah, I mean, I understand why my my research is behind a paywall. Yeah, you're right. These people have to make money. <laughs> Sorry, I don't get money from them, but the university. Yeah, the people have to make a living. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that. I will say that like a nice way to like rather than saying, "Oh, these kids just died," we'll tell us nice story. But we'll, but I want to be curious if that's actually what happened. Say that like that they got these these legions from the rats. Why would they go to the extent of saying, I guess I did mention the rats, but that wasn't until much later, right? The rats were even mentioned. 1500s, like 1500s. Yeah. But, but maybe they get this, they said it could, I mean, they could have been like, hey, I saw a rat and all kids got sick. Mm. You know, it could have been that type of thing. But I think also it's important to, to realize like maybe the Pied Piper represents not death, but like a doctor. Like we called this guy from this other town. Okay. He came in, but they all died. Or we tried to get him to save our kids, but they right. couldn't. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Like he couldn't get rid of the rats, as in like the lesions. We tried to pay him to help us, and he he couldn't. But you know, he he they all died because he said, we got to go bury this kid so we don't get sick. Oh, or right. the other kids okay. don't get sick. So he was still taking their kids away from them. And it obviously was... I mean, 100 years later, 272 later, something years later, clearly happened. It was, kids to like it was a mark on that town. Very much so. So yeah. there was something that happened. They're, commem- they're like commemorating it with like the stained glass window. that On the church? In the church, yep. The, the town gate, which is on That's display right. in Hamlin yeah, yeah. right now. You can go see. And um, with their town records starting yeah. 100 years after it. I mean, when I say starting, maybe it was the only one that survived, but... Mm-hmm. I will say I'm, I'm I'm on this website by as I mentioned D L Ashlam uh, that did the research. Uh, it's called Pied Piper of Hamlet and related legends from other towns. And on this, there's 31 different legends related to the story that he has specifically. Some of them are most of them are in Eng- uh, so there's one from Syria. Um, there's uh, some from uh, some just have authors. Some Austria, England, Germany. Uh, there is. Grimm's okay. Brothers Grimm, it looks like. Children of Hamlin. So that's like even named that. Uh, the Brothers Grimm even name it the Children of Hamlin. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So like there are specific countries on here. Italy, Austria, France, Denmark, Ireland, Iceland, Syria. It looks like, and then the rest of them are all. Northern Ireland, one called the Children's Pil- Pilgrimage. The Devil, look, uh, likeness of the Pied Piper. So there's like, there is a lot of folk stories about this incident seems yeah. like around the world but it, it all kind of Goes started hamlin. with hamlin yeah so that could be interesting because it could be just be like a children's story that these people that the kids are told mm-hmm. for one reason or another but doesn't mean it didn't actually something like that didn't actually happen in one form or another in hamlin like maybe it was just like death came in or it could be the, also the fact that these a similar uh thing happened to children and other parts, of, I mean, these other countries, like a death, some kind of like rat infested disease right. happen, kids die from it because they're made, might have been more susceptible to it. Right. Yeah. I mean, we see that now with yeah, cause diseases. They, I'm sure like Nolly's, I'm not saying, I, mean, I don't paint a picture of like, you know, it's medieval Europe, but paint a picture of like everyone's unhealthy and like sickly because they're malnourished. But like, I, I think a lot of people were. I want to go back to our last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jack, Jack the Ripper. Ripper, and we mentioned in there they still weren't smart enough in the 1800s to put 
poop underground. (laughs) And this is still the same thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a story. uh, There was a story about. The guy in an outhouse. Sure, but that's still going just in the ground. Not everyone out of the house, though. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure, you know, he he was the only one using it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a story about um, an early scientist, and this was back in, it was in France. It was still like whenever, you know, the the explosion of science and everything that happened after Johann Gutenberg and the printing press and Mm. the Renaissance and everything. And he started, this guy was uh, the scientist, young scientist. He figured out like, where these breakouts of cholera were in the city. I think it was France. It might have been England or France. I'm pretty sure it was France. But anyway, he found out that like he was really the first to start looking at it scientifically as like not, it was in the poor areas. And he was the one that actually got a map and said, okay, where's the cholera happening? Mm -hmm. And he started plotting on a map. Where's the poop? He started plotting on the map. Because I mean, everybody was just pooping. Everything was just dumped (laughs) in the streets, right? And it was going into the river, Mm -hmm. but it was generally flowing in the streets. And so he was like the one who was like looking at all these maps and he's like, he was able to figure out that the more dots like started clustering around one area. And he's like, yeah. okay, here's where it's, it's like, we can see, if we look at it from like, here's the amount, like people that are saying they have cholera, yeah. that'd be fine. And he found that in the center of that dot was an orphanage. Oh, and an orphanage. no. No, the orphanage was throwing the poop in the street. Oh. And the diapers were clogging the drain. Oh, no. And that's how it was backing up and spreading cholera. Jeez. And that's what he figured. He's like, hey, look, this sewer that you have, maybe we should put this stuff on the ground, man. These kids, these poor kids don't have enough. Now they're blamed for cholera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but it's just an idea of like. That's interesting. It's 1200s. There's, it's not like. Yeah. I mean, that was probably, I think it was 17 or 18. I think it was the 1700s. And because okay. even after that, they started being like, we should put our sewers underground. We should make sewers. And like, even right. in America, they were like, we, there was some guys that were hired to, hey, how can we, these towns are already established. How can we put sewers under them? And they were like, the federal government at the time hired them to be like, go to the major cities and figure out how to put their poop underground. I, yeah. I know we talked about this. I, I, I don't know if during, because I don't know, again, we're kind of deviating here, but. We're talking about the Victorian area in the last mm-hmm. episode, Jack the River. I think they might have had some form of plumbing. I think it was just the the more wealthier areas. I think might have had it. I think, but I think it was also it, still being pumped back into the river. Eighteen hundreds to nineteen hundreds when they start figuring out stuff yeah. should go underground. Yeah. But during this time, sorry to go we're go back, but during this time, twelve hundreds, they're not doing that. Right, and again, even up until eighteen hundreds, yeah. they were still just figuring that out. Right, because in the early nineteen hundreds, when they started doing it in yeah. America. But I, I do think, like, it, again, this is not, I'm not trying to paint a terrible picture, a gross exaggeration of the Middle Ages during this time, but I do think, at least in, like, some of these smaller towns, I don't know how big of a town as Hamlin was at the time, but po- it could possibly be the fact that they're 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 not, these kids could be could be malnourished, maybe why some of these kids yep. had died, like, they might have had a bad harvest if this is, a, if this is like, a farming community. Which I think a lot of these places were uh, during that time, but they could be malnourished and like just didn't survive a winter or something like that. Right, and the Pied Piper could have been the winter coming in and taking them. Sure, or starvation. Like it could have been an allegory yeah. for anything. Right. Yeah. 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 And and if you look at pictures of Hamlin, like it looks like the traditional German. Town. Oh, does it? Okay. It has like that old, and it said that's oh, very cool. It's like still kind of the same design. And okay. You know, so I don't think a lot has changed okay. over the last couple hundred years, 
but I don't know if it would look like that in the 1200s, obviously. So it was probably a small, it looks like even now it's still a small town, but even then it was probably a small, very small farming community. Okay. 130 kids in a town. I mean, that's not that many kids when but you I think, think about a town. Yeah, but, and I, yeah, I think a lot of people are trying to pump out kids too to help farm. Farm, yeah. yeah. I saw, yeah, I, I do like the storage because I, you know, knew of the Pied Piper, but I do, I'm, I believe that these kids actually did die. Which isn't sad, but I would like to think how they died. You know, I don't. I would like to think it's the more. I would love to think that it's a guy came in, like you said, yeah, dressed up, real nice looking, and took the kids away. Like doing what? I don't know, but like the religion seems to be the big driving factor through all these stories in this time. Mm -hmm. They're like a lot of the folk stories were about honoring God and following God and and being immoral and stuff. Yeah, so this kind of fits in with that. I don't it just know. Drives me nuts. Like, and also makes me think that he wasn't real because no one knows where the hell he came from. Right. Unless or he's he, going across Europe doing this. But is there records of travelers anywhere? I mean, there's records for that type of stuff, especially back then. I mean, hundred years is whenever they had the first record. Yeah, in this so town. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. For this town. Right. right. Yeah. So was this? I mean, they said there was reports that migration was a thing that people were going around getting others to move and this was the guy that the project coordinator at the museum oh right right about that that this guy was known that there was things called locators or recruiters that were trying to find workers to come back and move to immigrate to these areas to work damn I forgot about that could have been mining it could have been whatever yeah there was at this time migration of Germans to Eastern Europe because of a depression going on in Germany at this time Hmm. So it could have been the kids as in the younger adults leaving the town. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's probably, I would love to think that that was it. These kids didn't die. Little kids didn't die. Yeah. I would love to think that it's just, more than likely it's probably a plague. Just like the bubonic plague. But if the the kids did die and they were buried, wouldn't there be a mass grave around there somewhere that someone would have came across? 800 years later? I don't know. I mean, also, did they like, even look? Was, did they actually was, look? I mean, I'm, yeah. maybe. It might not even be marked. I would imagine they marked it if they were like but commenting then, on this. In the, in the I guess if something, sur- yeah. I guess if something survived from that time, if if like the house survived and the gate survived from the 1500s. Oh right, yeah. Maybe. Uh, what do you think? I, well, I want to think like first going back to what you just said. If it's a mass grave from a plague, would they even mark it? Did they just burn the kids? Did this guy, this doctor come in, take the kids and burn them up on the hill? I keep thinking that it's possibly it might have been a doctor who's like, we got to get these kids out of here. Yeah, the did he go, out of here we got to get the bodies out of here before they're every sick. Yeah. And he just burned them on the hill. And that was like so traumatizing. Mm. And that's why there's no grave because they're all burned. Right. We burned them because of health reasons. I, I personally, going back to what you just asked, I think, I think it was... If I had to like put money on it, I would say it was probably a, some type of Disease. plague. Yeah. But can't rule out religion being the allegory for everything that this was told to kids. Yeah. But losing a hundred. Just like a moral, like a morality kind of thing. But having records saying lost 130 kids. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's that, about that, 100 that, years since we lost our kids. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what keeps sticking on me. Like they're keeping records of this. And they're saying we lost records saying that we lost our kids. Yeah. That's a lot of, I mean, that's, that's a lot of kids. 
Yeah, AD 1284 on the 26th of June, giving specific days. St. John and St. Paul Day, 130 kids born in Hamlin were led out of town by the piper wearing multicolored clothes. After passing the Calvary near the Copenburg, they just disappeared forever. That was the inscription on the plaque on the facade of the so-called Pied Piper House, Hmm. dating from 1602. Again, the reports... Chronicles from that 1384, which is 100 years. It's been 100 years since we lost our children, since the children left. So there Did is. You say since we lost our children, since the children left. Uh, it's it's 100 years since our children left. Left. Oh. There you go. So there's like two different. The next one, the, the one after that, though, on the facade said there were 130 children born in Hamlin were led out of town by the piper wearing multicolored clothes. Okay. They were led out of town. After passing the Calvary near the Copenburg, they disappeared forever. So it doesn't really, it's like almost itself is only like some weird allegory yeah. or like riddle. Why couldn't they just say, hey, these people were murdered or these people died of a disease? Like there's no record of like, right. you record. You took the time to write 100 years since our children left, but you don't say why they left or how they left or Maybe it's kind of like a loving memory kind of thing. A loving memory. Lost too soon. Like a lot of people say that now. Like they wouldn't be like, you know, died horribly. You know, you like when people, you see that like someone's back of the car. Loving memory of so-and-so, the years yep. like, they're born. But like, lost too how soon. They lost, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. hundred years after. Yeah, but yeah, that's. Hmm. I mean, and maybe it's a combination of all these things. Maybe it's a disease that came in. Which is also then taught as an allegory of like keeping ourselves clean because the devil came in here and got us sick, you know? So maybe it was like, I would think if I had to guess, I would say that it was a disease and it was used as an allegory. Okay. If I want to go back and retract. I like that. that. I like that. I would love for it to be an actual person, like you said, that that came in and like murdered him. Like (laughs) like the actual folk tour, I wish that I would, I would... I would hope that would be the story. Yeah. Not that I want to see kids die. Right. But like that would be that if I would, if this was a true story, I want it to be the exact way it's written as a folk, <laughs> folk, folk uh, story. But it like folklore. Again, you go back to like a, a man that was like kid that came in that he might not have been that nicely dressed or actually played music, but his made, charisma was his, his charisma. Maybe the parents are saying that he was just like, Unusually dressed man who played this magical music, lured a kid away because like they let it happen. Mm-hmm. Like they let this kids like a cult. Jo- join a crusade or join a cult or you know get taken away or join um, pagans or something like that. Like they let it happen, but I can't imagine like they would let. Kimmy like, would let 130 kids just be like, "All right, see you later, bye." Right, which I unless, think unless they actually weren't actually kids, kids they were like young adults, young adults. Yeah. So yeah, I think. The pagan, you know, could it be the pagans come in and say, I don't, I don't think I'm, I, I preface by saying preface, preface this, preface, preface this by saying if the pagans came in and took them, led them away as like a cult type of thing. Again, it would just be used as an allegory. Yeah. But why would 130 kids, unless they were like, Hey, here's a bunch of candy, <laughs> which I don't know what candy here's was back strudels. then. Yeah. Here's some like. Here's whatever some food. they had. here's some, yeah here's <laughs> anything more than corn yeah. wheat like I don't know I don't know what they had back yeah I don't then. know what you guys are raising over here I'm not sure what kind of stuff they had back then but what what would kids 
What would lead 130 kids away from their parents? Yeah. Maybe the kids are happy. By, to get rid of them. by saying they're pagan, that doesn't mean it's a cult, but no, no uh, pagan as in like the, the following of the pagan. Religions. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, the midsummer celebrations. Yeah. Maybe they, it was a party and they were like, Oh yeah, we're going to go party up in the Hills. Maybe that's where the drinking in the woods came from that we, you know, <laughs> the, kids the Boone's farm the thing. Boone's yeah. Farm. Um, I don't know. It, it is again just like any other mystery we've talked about on the show. Another it mystery. Could be everything. No. It'd be all of it. Again, of I, it. the common themes of the show. We can't say any words that are any names. Yeah. Terrible at it. Pronunciations. Yes. Can't even say the word pronunciation. Um, and we have no answers. No. We make it worse because yeah. we can more confuse. <laughs> we made it worse. <laughs> we made it worse. There are so many options. Because we just keep. We confuse yeah. ourselves even further. And we keep. We keep up. Perpetuating the theories, yeah, yeah, by offering no clues on the answers. That's good. Perpetuating, like yeah. Can say that word. Can't say any name from uh, from Russia or any other country, but <laughs> you say perpetuating. Yes. So, thank you all for being here, watching or listening. You. However, you're observing us on this fight night. If we go back to the beginning of the show. We have socials. Please contact us on Facebook, Instagram, threads, at Mysterious Pals. On th- uh, Twitter or X, whatever the hell it's called, at Mysterious <laughs> underscore Pals. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, please, please, please subscribe if like, you enjoyed the show. Yeah. Don't subscribe just because we're asking you. Yeah. Subscribe if you liked it. Please comment or have any suggestions. Please pass some suggestions Again, along. Again, yes. If you want to suggestions for stories, the more obscure the better. Uh, please email us or get us at one of the social media contacts we just mentioned or that are in the, all in the down below in the video or in the podcast feed or in the show notes. If you're listening to a podcast feed, please give us a follow. Again, it helps us out. You can rate us, I guess, on these podcast feeds as well. Rate us or review us. Mm. Stars. Um, it really helps us out. Unless you give us a no stars or one star, then... You're really screwing us yeah. over here. And we, we put our uh, sources in the show notes, by the way. And they yes, probably as do always. a lot better job as, of explaining these things I than we su- probably will. <laughs> uh, yes. I would suggest going to check out uh, the research by, and I'm going to mention his name again, D.L. Ashlam. Ashlam. Um, it's a link. The link is uh, it goes directly to a, like a old school GeoCities website. Like it's just an old school website that just hyper like it's a hypertext website that's what i came across when i was doing the jack river on yes casebook.org but the great thing about it, it is all of the research he did about all these different stories throughout europe and how they're related and it's really awesome you can read them like the ones they were talking about in syria and austria and italy and like all these different common themes of this person coming and taking the kids away let's quickly put it all together yes and last thing here the music Intro, outro music by a band called Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. The link is in the show notes. Uh, it's also in our, if you're on YouTube, it's below uh, in the description. Yep. Jordan, thank you for being here this week. Thank you. I can't wait till next week. What's what's on the agenda? It's a mystery. Great. No one knows. Great. As always, stay mysterious, my pals. We'll see you next time. Bye.